Thanks for that introduction, Richard. Uh, good morning, everyone. I'm going to start with a joke today. I know. So, this is going to be interesting. Let's do this. <laughs> so, two guys are walking through a game park. And they come across a lion that has not eaten for days. The lion starts to chase the two men. And they run as fast as they can. And one of the guys starts to get tired and decides to say a prayer. Please turn the lion into a Christian lord. He looks to see if the lion is still chasing and he sees the lion on its knees. Happy to see his prayers answered, he turns around and heads towards the lion. As he comes closer to the lion, he heads it saying a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the food I'm about to receive. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah, my name is Dami, as Richard rightly said. Um, if you didn't know me before the joke, just ignore that, and let's start again. Hi, my name is Dami. Um, yeah, so it's great to be here this morning. It's great to you know, just be, um, be with the central community. It's amazing just to see us passionately going after Jesus in worship this morning, um, and it's really good. Um, obviously, a lot of you will be aware that we've been going through a series, and I hope you're aware, um, we're going through a series of slowdown. Um, you'll be sad to know that this is the last week of our slowdown series. I know, I know, it's really, really sad. Um, but it's also really, really exciting. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's been 11 weeks of, of, of um, just learning and learning so much teaching, so much um, wisdom from the front. Um, and it's like, you know, it's like being in school sometimes, you know, like you, you, you're learning quite a lot of things and you're like, when am I going to get to apply this in, in real life, you know, so... Um, you know, after this series, it's not a time to like speed up or enter. Like, it's actually a, a time to apply quite a lot of what you've, um, we've been talking about over the last 11 weeks. So I have the privilege of um, teaching the, on the last series or, or, or the last topic in the, in the series. Um, so it's really good. Um, I mean, we have also been going through a period of fasting and prayer for seven days over the last seven days, that which ended up deeper on Friday, which was really, really good. If you were there, you would, you know, just really good to pray together, worship together, to see um, just people just passionately seeking the Holy Spirit and asking for the Holy Spirit. And we, we do believe and we're praying that there's going to be a move of His Spirit in this church, in this city, in our nation. And it was just great, you know, just um, um, hearing lots of people just talk about um, just what they've been doing throughout the week and how they've been fasting and how they've been taking time out to fast. So it's just really incredible. And I'm glad the period of fasting is over because, you know, it's now Christmas. <laughs> some time of feasting. Um, you know, we do want to, like, we don't, you know, I'm, you know I think, I'm not, I'm not sure if we, plan, if we planned intentionally that way, but I'm, I'm glad that it felt that way because next... Next week, I think, or is it the week after? We, you know, I've got about two or three Christmas meals, and it's, um, it, I, you know, I wouldn't want to be fasting going for a Christmas meal, so it's all good. But it's really good that we can fast and fast, um, and obviously we're not always fasting, we're not always in, this, in a period of fasting, uh, but, you know, we're always in a period of praying. And um, we want to talk a bit about that today. Um, a lot of you wouldn't, Richard said rightly, I do work here in the office with, with such an amazing team. Um, um, and, you know, it's just good to be here in the, um, in, in the building, just be, the privilege to be able to, like, serve all that we do together as a church um, and support and resource that as well um, as we do in the office. So it's really good to be, to do that. Um, Kat Burke, which Hulu Kondo mentioned um, 
during the notices. She's our kids' ministry lead. Um, she, she does a great job with, with quite a lot of the kids' materials that they use on the Sunday, and she like, does all this like, crafts. You know, Kath is a, a, a very extrovert per, uh, person, so she kind of like, externally processes. So when she's preparing stuff for the kids, we all get to know in the office what is happening in the kids' stuff, because she's like, she really expresses herself. So she was doing a particular craft uh, for the kids on one of the Sundays. I can't remember what Sunday it was. Um, and she, she, de- she decided to hang it around the office just so that for, for like a visual exercise. And she put it in our stationary cupboard. So I was about to go to a meeting one day, and the, the card said on it, have you stopped to pray? So I um, kind of like um, went in, into the stationary cupboard to print out some stuff for, for the meeting. And when um, I was walking out of the, the stationary cupboard, I saw the sign, and it's like, have you stopped to pray? And I was like, oh, interesting. Have I stopped to pray? So like, oh, I, don't know. I don't remember stopping to pray, but, you know, let me stop to pray. So I just stopped in that moment and, you know, said a bit of a uh, one-minute prayer or whatever. Um, and didn't really take much note of it. But as I walked out of the stationary cupboard and headed into, into my meeting, there was just a tangible difference in my, in my day. Um, I could feel like something had changed, something had shifted. And, you know, today, um, as we are coming to the end of this series, I want to challenge us, myself included, obviously, that, um, that you know, this is not a time to, to as we're saying, we're stopping talking about slowing down, but it's not a time to slow down, um, to stop slowing down, but it's a time to, um, you know, let's not stop praying, but let's um, stop to pray, let's take time to stop to pray. So that's what I want to talk about today. So let's pray before we start. Father God, we just uh, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the word that you've um, placed on my heart to share today. Thank you that I get the, yeah, thank you that, um, you know, you, that you're softening our hearts, you're preparing our hearts to receive from you, God. And as, as I speak, Lord, I pray you open our hearts, Lord, to receive all that you've got for us today and that we will just uh, um, encounter you afresh in the word, Lord, today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So... You know, King's Church, we love prayer. Um, we love to pray. We do see God answer our prayers. Um, every Sunday, we, we ask people to come out to, to receive prayer. If there's a need, we, we know we, do, we value prayer. And we've heard testimony. We've had lots of testimonies of people being healed from cancer, you know, debts being paid, uh, promotions at work. Uh, babies being born to people who were, who were sick for a while. You know, it's just really incredible to see the power of God in prayer in our church, in, in, in these people. But, you know, sometimes we, we, get, we get busy, and even though we hear great testimonies from the front, and we clap and we're excited, sometimes when we get to our daily lives, sometimes we get busy, and we forget that God answers prayers. We forget that God is a God who answers prayers. And we can just get on with our day, not realizing that actually what's really important um, is actually communing with God throughout our day, conversa- having conversations with God throughout our day. Um, and, you know, the world get, can get, get so busy, get so confusing, there's so much stuff going on, Brexit this, Brexit that, election this, election that, there's so much in the world, you know, is, is it, is it, you know what, what's happening? And, we, you know, we can sometimes forget that actually we, ha- we, we have a Father in heaven who nothing phases who nothing ever phases. So he is way ahead of anything that we are we're trying to do, way ahead of anything that we will go through. And he's, he's calling us into prayer. He's calling us into communion with him. And, you know, I know um, we can sometimes find ourselves isolated at work. Maybe, um, you know, you might be the only Christian in your department or the only Christian at your workplace. Um, 
Uh, and I, I remember a few years ago, I was, um, I, I, before I started working, I, I used to work in a bank, and I was in a similar environment where I, I felt like I was the only Christian down there, you know, like the good Christian I was. Um, I had to be the light at work, and I had to preach the gospel, and work, you know, but you know, never seemed to be an opportunity to do that, to, to, be, to be able to preach the gospel or to even share with my colleagues. And so I, I, I started praying for my colleagues. I started praying you know, before I went to work. I started praying uh, for, 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 for my colleagues by name and started you know, just um, committing them to God. And all of a sudden, even though like, it, I, I wasn't able to, like, to pick up a mic at work and start preaching the gospel, but all of a sudden light, um, opportunities started arising where I was able to share life with people, share my faith with people, share the gospel with people. And I, I never really got to do the all four points of the gospel, but I was able to share life and share something of the gospel with people. And people knew that I was approachable and I was the person to come to people, ask me to pray for them and whenever they were going through troubles. And that was just me able to show, um, share, share the light of Jesus at work just because I um, decided to go to God who, kn- who knows everything. You know, Jeremiah 33 says, Call to me. Um, on I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. You know, when we call to God, he has answers um, to problems that we may be going through. He has answers and solutions to issues and stuff that we may be having at work or at school or at uni or in our families and stuff. God um, has answers for us. So um, let's open our Bibles um, to Matthew 6, a very um, popular chapter. It's actually one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, Matthew 6. Matthew 5 is really cool as well, but Matthew 6 is, is the one that is my favorite. Um, and uh, I'm just going to read from verse 5. It's a very, uh, very, it's just Jesus talking about prayer, and let's just uh, see what he has to say. I mean, we, a lot of us would know about this um, part of scripture. I'm just going to read um, from verse 5 to, I'm going to um, verse 15. So it says, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. It says, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they've received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into the room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep babbling like pagans, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for their father knows what they need before you ask. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. This is then how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Amen. Just going to go through um, that bit of scripture a bit um, today in my, um, my prayer. Just talking and highlighting just three um, reasons why it's really important that we do not stop praying and that we always are constantly in prayer with God, uh, to God and also um, not st- um, stopping, taking time out to pray to God. You know, um, just the, 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 the Jesus was teaching his disciples, the, the, Luke, um, uh, the Luke version of this, this um, scripture, it says the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. Um, Jesus would, um, the disciples would have seen Jesus 
model something that was very different to what they were used to. It was very different to what um, they would have seen because they would have grown up in a Jewish culture where prayer was quite, um, you know, happened quite a lot. But they seen Jesus do something different, and they're like, you know, what? You know, we've led this all our lives. You know, where some of them were in their thirties, but we've led this all all our lives. Um, but we don't seem to. It seems to be different when you pray. There's something different about your, you about how you pray. So teach us how to pray. And Jesus kind of like changes the game a little bit here in that, because they would have known God as the creator, as Yahweh, as Jehovah, as the provider. They would have known God as so many things. But Jesus comes and says, you start with our father. Jesus comes and says, prayer is relationship based. You start with our father. You know, Jesus um, then goes on to say, hallowed be your name. You know, because he knows that um, we have a father, but our father is not just an ordinary father. He's a father who is king. He's a father who is creator. He's a father who, is, who, who, who owns the earth, who, who created us, who created all things, who all, nothing phases, as I said before, who, who all things, who is who, who, from the end to the beginning, who is from the beginning to the end. And he's just, he, he's just such a loving father. You know, Reason, um, you know, why, why God is, is, is wanting us to continue to be in prayer and, and wanting us to always to not stop praying is because He loves us. You know, He's our Father first and foremost, and He loves us and He loves our company. You know, God loves your company, God loves to spend time with you. And you know, if you're here today, you need to hear it. I just want to let you know that God loves your company. As a church, one of our big values is, being, uh, is knowing that we are loved. Uh, with, you know, love, love is loving and just knowing that you are loved and you knowing that your, your identity is in Jesus, knowing first and foremost that you are loved. And God wants you to know that I love to spend time with you. I love hearing from you. Um, you know, God wants to hear everything about you. He wants you to, you know, pray is not just about asking for, um, you know, I need, I need a job or I need, I, I need um, money for my rent. I need this, this, this. Those are parts of, of um, you know, prayer. But prayer is also just spending time and having conversation with God. And God loves to hear that. God loves to hear us tell him about our struggles. God loves to hear us tell him about, our, you know, things that we, sh- we, we need to get rid of. And God loves to hear all that stuff. I know, I know sometimes some of us, uh, we, we may find out, and that's happened to me sometimes, where I don't feel I'm, I'm living up to an expectation or I'm living up to a certain standard. And because of that, I, tr- I instead try to run away from God. I instead try to like, turn my back from God. But God is saying, actually, I do love your company. Even in your mess, I love your company. And God wants me, us to confess. He wants me to confess you know, my struggles, my sins, my, the things that I know that I'm not living up to, the standards I know I'm not living up to. He wants us to confess that to God and to say to him, um, you know, to help him. Um, there's a story of um, uh, when I was a bit younger. Um, this was uh, when I was back in Nigeria. I remember one one time, I, me and my brother, we, we were in school, and usually um, after at the end of um, school, um, either my mom or my dad will come and pick us up. And on this particular day, no one came to pick us up. Um, you know, we were there for like half an hour, maybe forty-five minutes. My mom is in the room today, so, <laughs> um, so you know, like. Um, and I, would, I remember, you know, me and my brother distinctly thinking, should we wait or do we, do we start going? Because our house was about an hour away walk to, to the school, um, to the house, uh, from the school, sorry. So we, we thought, 
what, what should we do? Um, so we started walking home. So, you know, we said maybe if we start walking home, we might be able to see someone that is going towards our house and pick us up. So we just kept walking, walking, and then all of a sudden it started raining. And I don't know, in, 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 in where, I was, where I grew up, the rain is not like, it doesn't drizzle, it pours. <laughs> and it was, we were drenched, we were soaked, we were really muddy, we were so, like, we were so soaked and muddy, and it was just, it was just not cool at all. And I, I, I still remember, I was probably about seven, um, but I still remember just feeling so drenched and soaked and muddy and just thinking, what, what's the point? Um, and I just remember, like, we got halfway through, and I just remember seeing my dad. Obviously, I was a kid, so in my mind, my dad was flying down the road, trying to, come, trying to rescue me. I remember him coming with his car around, and, this, and we're, like, waving so that he doesn't miss us, and, like, does a super U-turn in the middle of the road. It probably didn't happen that way, but that's the way I remember it. Um, and he, he just came and, and came beside us, and he, he, he opened the door, and we all ran to his car. But my dad loved his car, but he didn't really care that we were muddy and, and soaked and drenched. He just like, guys, come in. I'm so sorry that you guys had to go through this. Um, and we got into the car all drenched and soaked, and for the, for the next few days, we were the best kids because, you know, our parents really loved us. <laughs> my mom still found a way to, to blame us for, for taking a walk, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's great. God does love us even in our mess. That's the point of the story. God does love us even in our mess, and he wants us to come to him. So it's really important that we just continue praying. We continue seeking him. Let's not run away from God. It's really important to continue there. And, you know, as you get closer to him, you know, you'll be able to get his, to know his will. and be able to pray his will. You know, then you'll be able to say, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, another reason why God really wants... Uh, why it's really important to continue to remain in prayer um, to God. It's because he's our source. You know, the, 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 um, the, the, the verse next that says, give us today our daily bread. Jesus, uh, God is our source. You know, he, he intentionally said daily bread and not weekly bread, Sunday bread, or monthly, or yearly. <laughs> it's daily because God is our source. He wants you to come to him every day. You know, Hebrews 1, 3 says he sustains all things. You know, we're looking for sustainable energy. God is the most sustainable power that there is. Um, he, and we have access to him in prayer when we go to him. Um, you know, and so it's, it's important that we, we know he's our source. You know, he goes on to say, forgive us today and um, our debts as we forgive those who, are, uh, who have debts to, uh, to us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You know, it's really key that we understand that as Christians, you know, when you become a Christian, you, become, you are a spiritual being who lives in a human body. And, you know, we are, um, and prayer is a link into the spiritual. Um, Ephesians 6.12 says, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against powers, rulers, and against authorities, um, in this, um, in, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heaven, heavenly realm. You know, when we pray, deliver us from evil, we are tapping into the spiritual, and we are um, fighting against the, the powers of the enemy um, in prayer. And, you know, God wants, we, are, we, lead, we as Christians, we are to operate in a realm that is much more real than the realm that we, we are now. You know, the, re, the realm of the, the supernatural, the realm of the spiritual, is actually what impacts what happens in, this, in the natural. Um, so that's why it's key that we remain in prayer, because that's the realm that we are to operate from. Uh, we, don't, we are not to see things um, in, this, in this side of eternity and think that that's all there is. Because God is, is calling us into a, into a different realm. 
you know, some of you know the story of um, Elisha and his servant in the Bible, where there, there's, um, you know, there was a, the army of the Arameans that were coming to, to capture Elisha. And his servant comes and runs to him. And I love the KJV version. He comes and is like, alas, master. You know, I'm like, wow, she was talking like that a bit more. You know, alas. <laughs> Every time, you know, you, you want to panic. Yeah, I'm panicking. I'm just like, oh, alas, Lucundo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, uh, he's like, what, what are we going to do? And, and the, um, the Elisha tells the servant that, don't worry, um, the people that are with us are a lot more than who is with, who is with their remains. And then the guy's like, what? What are you on about? And he's like, God, please open his eyes. And then he sees a chariot of fire surrounding Elisha. And that's the realm that Elisha was operating in. And as Christians, that's the realm that we are called to do. Elisha, I'm sure, was a man of prayer. And he was able to see into that realm and understand that who is for him is way, way more than whatever is against him. And, you know, the enemy will definitely want us to rush around and try and figure out things on our own. But God is never in a hurry. He's never, he's never in a hurry. He wants us to know him um, you know, in, 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 in the slow pace of, of, the, of um, the day. And he never wants us to just be in a hurry for the sake of being in a hurry. God is always on time. You know, we need to start praying. Like, God, please show me what you're doing. Show me what you're blessing. Instead of trying to do things and then asking God to bless it. It's actually, God, what are you doing? Um, and let, let, me, let me be part of that instead of asking him to, 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 to bless what you're trying to do in your own strength. So it's really important that, you know, that we spend time just praying and seeking God. Pray, spend time, um, take, taking time out to, be, uh, to just be in his presence. You know, Jesus said in the Bible, when you pray, um, he didn't, he, the implication is that he expected us to pray. He expected us to be in prayer, to be prayerful people. And then he gave us um, ways on how to pray and stuff like that. And, you know, um, as we... Um, it can get we can get really busy sometimes with life, and you know how do we take time out to pray? How do we take time out to seek God? You know, like one thing that I know is that when I start praying, as I continue praying, I I want to pray more. So as I pray, I want to pray more. You know, it's just like exercise. And so, so those of you who like go running and stuff like that, initially when you start running, it gets difficult. But as you continue to run, as you continue to, to do it, the more you want to do it. You can more, it gets really exciting. The more you want to do, you want to stretch yourself. You know, you start 1K and 2K and then eventually marathons and stuff like that. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, it's important that we know you start praying because as you start it, then you want to continue it. Um, you know, it's also good to take time to pray with others, you know. Friday night was really great, um, just praying together as a, as a church. And as we did that, we spurred, we spurred each other on into, into prayer. And we have uh, you know, great opportunities that we pray together. We pray on Tuesday mornings, on Friday evenings. I just want to commend everyone that comes to those things, Friday evenings. Um, on Sunday mornings as well, you know, just great to see people just praying in, in, the, in the fishbowl. They're just uh, storming the heavens and praying on our behalf and praying to see his kingdom come and to see his will done in our city. So it's really good as we pray. As, you know, one thing that helps us to continue praying is praying together. One thing that helps us to continue praying is praying together. You know, Acts one fourteen says they're all joined together constantly in prayer. In prayer. You know, spend time in God's word. Just spend time in his word. And as you read his word, you realize that um, there is just so much that comes out of you. As you read his word, someone goes into you and then comes out of you in praise and in prayer. 
And as you, wor- as you, as you we- spend time in his word, you start to worship. You start to worship the God of the Bible. You start to worship the God of all creation. And that actually um, spurs you on into prayer. Yeah. So um, just then before I end, um, just wanted to encourage us a bit. You know, we've been through a time of um, prayer and fasting. Um, and it's really good to fast. Um, it's really, really good to fast. You know, the verse next um, to that um, chapter I just read, and goes on to say, Jesus then talks about when you fast. Again, there was an implication that Jesus was saying, I expect you to fast. I expect, you to, I expect fasting to become a lifestyle. And, you know, fasting is one way for you to slow down. I remember this week, and I was thinking, wow, I do think about food a lot. Because, you, re- you know, when you, don't, when, you, when you don't do something, like, naturally, you start to realize, like, um, you start to realize, oh, wow, I think about it. It's like, if you, let's say if you hurt your tongue, you realize, oh, yeah, I do use my tongue a lot when, when it's hurt. You don't realize when, you, when it's not hurt. And same thing, when, I was, when, when we were eating this week, I was like, wow, I actually do think about food a lot. But actually, fasting does actually help us to, like, then take those, thing, those thoughts um, away, which sometimes are not necessarily bad, but actually then focus on Jesus. So it's really, really important to make fasting a lifestyle. So when we give up something, we actually gain something. And obviously, if you can, fast from food, you do that. But if you can't, I know some people medically can't fast from food. But if you can't, do, um, then it's okay. But try and find something where you can give up and just spend time where you want to dedicate yourself to God. So fasting is really, really important. Um, and as Jesus said, when you fast... The same breath, he said, when you pray, he said, when you fast. So he, he, there's an expectation that we, um, we should fast um, regularly. So make, make, make a habit of it, um, whether it's once a month, whether it's once, um, once a week or once every two weeks, whatever. It's just try and make a habit. Of it. Start with probably a meal or whatever it is. And just try and make a habit of fasting regularly. And you will realize the difference that it will make in your life. You will realize the difference that it will make in the lives of others around you. And things that you're praying into, things that you may have been like praying for so long, actually all of a sudden there's something that will um, happen when you start to fast. Um, so just to end, I'm just going to um, ask us to respond a bit. Um, so, uh, just Rachel, if you can just come up for a minute. Um, so we have, obviously this is the last week of of um, a slowdown series, but it's not the last time that, you know, we will be slowing down and um, asking God um, into our lives and, and going after him. But, you know, in this moment, just, 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 I just thought it would be good to do something quite significant. Um, so in your, in your own time, in just take a minute um, and just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And he might already have been speaking to you throughout, this, um, throughout the preach. Um, and just, you know, did, what, what, just ask him... Um, you know, what, um, what do I need to do, God? What do I need to do in my life to be able to stop and spend time with you? You know, like this whole series of slowing down has really been about us spending time with God, us taking time out to actually hear God for ourselves, to hear him more clearly and more deeply. And why don't, we, why, why don't you just do that in, your, in, a, in, a, in a moment and just ask him? You know, you might have already been doing it all through this past 11 weeks, but why don't we just take a, a moment to just do that? And as Rachel just plays um, for us in...